Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I am here with Wendy Trubo, author of Dirty Girl. It's like you can, you can see it in the background. I know you guys can't see this. It's recorded, obviously, on the podcast, um, but it's the coolest cover. <laughs> but welcome. Thank you for so Thank much you. for joining us. Great to be here. Thanks. So tell us a little bit how you came to launching a book, writing a book mm. about health care through your skin. Yeah, so we do functional medicine. We're, we live in Boston and, and my husband and I have a functional medicine practice together and we do everything. So it's very broad. And we've been saying for years, we got to write a book. And so we can educate people, except it's too broad. Yeah. And I started doing all this toxins work on myself about two years ago, two and a half years ago at this point. And I had everything. So I am a toxic overachiever. I had <laughs> lead, I had mercury, I had multiple strains of mold toxins. I had a ton of environmental toxins and pesticides and it was making me sick. Yeah. And my hair was falling out. I have celiac disease. I've known about that for years. It's, I've been working, I've been in remission. I've been working on that. But all these toxins, I found all of them and I looked at my husband and I said, I'm such a dirty girl. And then I went, now that's the book we're going to write. Because if I am the poster child for healthy living, what does everyone else have? Yeah. And that's how we got into it. So, so you discovered you had all these issues, even though you were living like to oh, yes. society standard, like a very healthy lifestyle. Yes. Yes. So, and that's crazy because, um, I think a lot of people get super frustrated. I know my clients come to me and I'm sure you're the same. They're highly educated. They know what's going on. They've dug into functional medicine. Maybe they're working with functional medicine doctors and they're still not for our, like our listeners, not getting and staying pregnant. And for yeah. maybe for some of your clients, they're just still not feeling healthy. So why, what do you think was the missing link for you then? Hmm. Well, I think you have to put it all together. So I'm delighted that my parents had me and they should never have reproduced. They have the worst genes. And when you put them together, <laughs> they just made a terrible soup in me. So I've got, I'm a genetic, terrible gene overachiever. I've got two copies for celiac, two copies for crappy uh, detox for MTHFR. I have two genes for poor vitamin D absorption and the list goes on. So okay. part of it is genetic, but your genetics don't, your genetics don't determine you. They just write, they just sort of set the, set the stage. Yeah. And then 
how I lived as a child. I wouldn't say I was a, I, I grew up in the seventies. We were not booster <laughs> children for healthy living. And then the eighties with the microwaving and the ready-made meals. And yeah, it got it was worse, really, right? <laughs> right. We would just sort of dove down the grease slide of toxins. Yeah. And then you back up a step and you go, okay, I had all these fillings and I grew up in a house with lead paint. So some exposure that I couldn't help. My yeah. mom nursed me. She gave me, generously gave me her toxins because you, when you breastfeed, you get them. So you start to layer on these things. And then I wasn't satisfied just to go to med school. I had to do the hardest program and do a combined degree. And then I had to do the hardest residency and do OBGYN, which is up all night, very high stress, high stakes. Those were not good for me. I should have been like, I really should have been someone who didn't have a job outside, like managed one job, managed the house and had maybe one or two kids because I don't have a lot of brain space, but yeah. I have a job outside the home. I have four kids. Uh, we own our own business, sort of pile on the stressors. And when you're stressed, you don't detox. So, yes. so there's all these exposures that happen over time. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have lead pipes or lead exposure to pipes and then fillings and they love their tuna and their sushi another check check the box for another exposure and then they don't realize what their landscapers are spraying on their yard so they're getting exposed to pesticides mm -hmm. and maybe they lived in a moldy apartment or they had a moldy basement so they got exposed to mold toxins mm -hmm. and if you're not the best detoxer you just accumulate you become loyal <laughs> yeah yeah I'm loyal. yeah and unfortunately uh, Western doctors just don't even like touch any of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if, if you walked in and said, Oh, I have mold poisoning, they might look at you like, Oh, let's explore that. But they probably wouldn't even like do anything with it. And I yeah. think sometimes like that's the missing piece for people are these, um, like hidden, um, exposures and there's so yeah. many of them that they don't yeah. realize it, right? Yeah, you really referred to the skin one. And I think it's estimated that by the time a woman has left her house in the morning, she's been exposed to like 150 to 200 toxins. Yeah. Toxins. Yeah. And these are in our hair products and our, our shampoo and conditioner and body wash, anything, you know, the, the lovely candles we burn, the, the scents there's some companies I can't even walk by because the toxins are so. Oh massive. yeah. And I think too, when you start eliminating them, because yeah. you know, like we're, we're definitely not sitting here like, okay, go through your whole house and change everything, but like, just start thinking about things. But yeah, once you start detoxing yourself, I feel like your sensitivity, like totally. multiplies. <laughs> yes. It's like, you're being punished for being good. Right? Yes. Yeah. And even like with your foods and like, say you like, say you do your sleep and your stress and your meditation. Mm -hmm. Like if you like try to cheat, like, oh, I'm going to go to bed at 2am. Like your body takes like months to recover. You're yes. like, what? I used to do this on a daily basis and now I can't yes. even recover quickly. So yeah. yeah, your body starts to get wise. Yeah. So what was your biggest kind of eye opener when you were writing this book? What kind of made you go, whoa, this is crazy. I didn't even know this. Uh you can just, it's sort of this repository of fun facts. So one thing that really sticks in my mind, we had an independent fact checker go through the book because I'm totally into drama, but I'm totally not into 
baseless fact, you know, things that aren't real. So we had him go through and make sure everything we were saying was accurate and that we had proof of it. So one of the things he said to me was, just so you know, you can buy organic chickpeas, but they're all, all, all contaminated with glyphosate, which is a pesticide that's sprayed on crops to make them pesticide ready. And, and their neurotoxin and endocrine disruptors and probable cancer causing. And he said, every single chickpea in the United States is contaminated. I was like, what? So I can't even eat organic chickpeas because every time I do, I think oh, it's contaminated. So and then why, I'm like, oh. why is that? Why is it contaminated still? Probably because of the ground being contained, because of the runoff in the ground. He just said, every one of them is contaminated. Don't. And so that would uh, like go into your organic hummus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't talk about it on the bad news bear. I mean, like, there's, it's, there's tons of hope, but I like it's... literally have organic hummus for my boys in the refrigerator thinking I'm doing yes. good. And of you know, you it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And if you eat organic food, fruits and vegetables from California, particularly the green leafy ones, they all have thallium in them, which is another heavy metal. So really? right so but you then you have to start to weigh it and you go okay if it's organically grown it's got better phytonutrients and it's better for me and so i can deal with some of the thallium yeah. i'm going to go for the organic because then i'm not compounding it by having thallium and pesticides and whatever you know and the food is intrinsically because it's worked harder to get to where you are it's healthier for you so it's a trade-off so that yeah. was one of the things that stuck in my mind when we were writing this book was, was that. And uh, what was just really cool was to crystallize all the information into a way that people can access. And you just said something really valuable. Of course, you don't have to overdo your do over your house right now. But as you start to run out of things, there's an opportunity there to level up. Yeah. And, and each time you run out of, well, for me, it takes a while because I like to buy ahead. I hate running out of things. But when you run <laughs> out, level up on your soap and level up on your shampoo and level up on your, on your makeup. So yeah. it's not a fl flicking the switch, but really is about a constant process of improving what you're up to because you do absorb it. You yeah. know? And I would say, don't, you don't have to throw everything out, but get started on something. On something, exactly. Okay. And... I think we um, have gotten so disconnected. I know I did um, from your skin is like your biggest organ, right? Yep. Like yeah. it, and it's proven by, um, you know, the, the really bad frat boys who, you know, put like the date rape drug or whatever, you know, on your skin, it absorbs and goes into your body yeah. and your blood has to deal with it and everything has to deal with it. Um, one thing I was going to say on, uh, in regards, I lived in the United Kingdom during my fertility journey. And so I got really comfortable with all my products on my body products. And so I moved to the States with two young boys and I just looked at the packaging and I wasn't over analyzing anything. And I would just get like the organic stuff. And I, you know, was doing that for a year and I got some headspace and I was like, all right, I'm going to check and see what's going on. <laughs> and one of the things they do is put the word fragrance 
onto the labels on the back. And that's kind of like your big red flag for all these products who have caught on to organic or like chemical free or all mm-hmm. those things. Can you explain a little bit more about that label fragrant fragrance? Let me go actually bigger than just fragrance and go to, for companies putting out products, some things for them are considered trade secrets and they go into buckets like fragrance and then they don't have to disclose exactly what's in it. So there, there's a bunch of ways. And then sometimes they'll disclose what's in it. And you go, I don't understand what that is. Yeah. So my first approach is I've really started to use the environmental working group as my go-to source because they have done all the work and they're, they're really focused on the research on all the products. So you can understand is it concerning from a rash standpoint? Is it concerning from an endocrine disruption standpoint, which would pertain hugely to fertility? Yeah. Is it a cancer promoting agent? And they're, they're really delineating all of these one by one. So I would use ewg.org as the source because I look at these things and I'm like, I can't keep these all in my head. Yeah, right. You yeah. Know? So then I'm like, all right, everything's bad. Forget it, everything's bad. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's all bad until we're good. I'm going to EWG. Right. Yeah. I, I think there are some like cool apps out there now that you can like scan the bars and like it gives them a rating and things like that. Yes. So it is really um, a little bit of work when you're looking for a product, not only that is, uh, you know, minimum toxins, but also that you like because right. you you, there is a difference. I'm sorry, but there is a difference because you don't get those amazing chemicals to make your hair feel ultra smooth in 1.2 seconds, you know? So there is like a, um, a phase where you need to go through and maybe you'll buy something. I've, I've bought loads of makeup that I don't like, and I'll use it once or twice and I'll have to throw it away because obviously can't return makeup. It's kind of just like one of those games you have to play. I would say there are so many more better companies out there making better products. Um, yes. But yeah, it does get frustrating at first when you're like, I've j-, and it's expensive, right? They're not, <laughs> they're not it's, cheap, yes. but they're worth it in the long run. Once you find something that you do like and you connect with and then you just go with it, right? I stopped pumping my gas when I figured out that one of the te- chemicals that I was super high in was MTBE, which is a derivative of gasoline fumes. And I said to my husband, that's it. We have a Costco membership and you save a lot of money at the pump. Except I said to him, that's it. I can't, I can't do this. I'm not going to pump my gas because I'm getting exposed to these chemicals. And he said, but it's going to cost you more. I said, we have invested in a sauna <laughs> because we're trying to get these chemicals out of me. Like we're either going to pay it at the pump or we're going to pay it to get rid of it so that I don't you know, get decrepit and lose my mind before yeah. I'm 60. So it, it is more expensive, but you have to decide at some point, if you're vulnerable, like I am, and a lot of people are, it's going to catch up to you. Yeah. So the increased cost is so it is worth it in a way, because you don't have to remove it later down the road. Yeah. I tell people this all the time when they think like, you know, functional medicine is expensive because it is, it is expensive, but if I would have gone into it before all of my IVF treatment that I had yep. to pay for myself, I would have saved $25,000. Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. so you go into these, I suppose with 
fertility, a lot of times you do get blindsided and because you feel so time poor, you feel like those fertility treatments are going to give you that, like, I'll get there sooner. It's tangible Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. all these steps to decrease your toxins and find your food sensitivities and de-stress and do the mental health feel so time consuming. Um, But I always say to people, um, you actually gain time and money. If you really start investing in yourself and finding all these little things, um, it might feel like a longer journey to get and stay pregnant, but your health beyond that um, is is like priceless, right? Like yeah. you being a mom just in the society alone is so much pressure. And so if you can like deal with all those things and not have to think like, oh, well, what, what shampoos do I now need to get? Or, you know, like, right. and like you say, the endocrine system is so important. And a lot of people are dealing with thyroid issues in the fertility space. And they don't realize that those products are actually directly impacting the root cause of their thyroid issue that is then making them go seek medical treatment, which might be incredibly expensive. Right. Just compounding it. And I would say if, if, I think people fall into different categories. So if someone is actively trying to get pregnant and struggling, then the most important things to focus on are the food and the products and the, and the life, the foundation, the life management, sleeping, de-stressing, moving your body, eating, pooping regularly, sweating, those things, those are the basics. Yeah. If you're contemplating pregnancy, but you're a little removed from it. You're not in the process, but you're like, oh, maybe in two years I'd want to be pregnant. That's a perfect time to do the functional medicine work and get evaluated and get and do the detox because yeah. you have some runway. But for someone who's 39 years old and wants to be pregnant, I don't. I would do the surface, the skin, the products. Get make sure your bed doesn't have flame retardants in it because that that's a also an endocrine disruptor. So yeah. making sure everything around you is as clean as possible so that the process you're in can be as smooth as possible, but delineating because people are in different places. So the ones who are going through it, clean everything up in your house. Yeah. The ones who are contemplating, pretty. clean yourself up. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of the less listeners here are like well-informed and Um, I think sometimes just need that gentle reminder. Okay. Like what's the next thing? Not that Mm -hmm. that's the thing that's going to get you pregnant, but like we talked about all the things add up. And if you can control, control what you can control, because there's a lot of toxins that we just can't, right? Like I have this couch in my office that I know whatever toxins on it, I'm intolerant to, because when I lay on it, I get, start getting a runny nose and itchy eyes. And I'm like, okay, that thing is like laced with toxins. Um, And yeah, it was maybe a bad choice and we'll, you know, eventually get rid of it. But um, you just don't know when you buy something and it's, in in Hawaii, like it's really hard to buy like oh, toxin free stuff. Um, Do you get Wayfair in Hawaii? Because they allow you to shop sustainably and pick that out. Oh really? Get way- yeah, they have a new section. You have to filter, 
and it's shot to sustainably and you can choose, okay, I want something that's compliant with California Prop 65, no flame retardants. You can actually pick, yeah, which yeah. is if you can get it in Hawaii. That's no. one thing I don't actually <laughs> You can. Oh, oh, I don't mean <laughs> no to one ships either. to Hawaii. It's way too expensive. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. But our listeners know now. So that's a really amazing, a really good tip. Yeah. So um, the process of writing your book. so we worked with a with scribe media because like i mentioned we have a couple businesses and a lot of kids and we're married and i am a doctor by day so we worked with a, a scribe media who helped us organize our thoughts put them on paper and then we were able to edit it and tweak it move it around because i think if we didn't have help you would never have heard of Dirty Girl. <laughs> yeah. I'd still be in, in, in my lab and thought, you know, I'd be on outline. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's a lot to put in there. And is it a good roadmap for people to, um, you know, start where they're at and then walk yes. their way through? Yeah, so it really looks at, if you simplify it, you go, okay, what are the things that you put in your body, your food and your water? How do you, how do you level up? What are the things that you put on your body, your products? How do you level up? And then what are the things you're putting in your body that's around your body? Your, those of that's your furniture, any of your cleaning products, your whatever you're spraying on your yard. So how do you level up in all those three areas? And it's it really is a roadmap because first of all, my job is to meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. There's no, and I'm in this with people. You know, yeah. I'm a hundred percent in the game with them. And so part of it is my story about how did I do this? Because it was a huge undertaking. And we broke it down into 10 chapters. So 10 steps for cleaning up your life. Well, there's more than 10, but 10 chapters to clean up your life and really be as healthy as you can be. And so each chapter goes on, well, what are the most impactful things you can do based on your water or based on your food? So I'm really looking for key takeaways. And what's really nice is you can read the whole book, percolate, get ready and then come back to it. You yeah. don't have to do it all yeah. at once. Rome was not built in a day. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it took us years to get to where we are. And yeah. I mean, that's a great point. Um, we're in it. We've done it and we're still doing it. It's not like we discovered these things and we're like, oh, we fixed ourselves. Like it's a lifelong lifestyle now to maintain yeah. a certain level of health. And we just don't want to go back to that really sick phase, you know, and a lot of people dealing with infertility don't even realize they're sick. They just think they're dealing with infertility. And this is, this was my thing. Like there was nothing wrong with me um, in regards to fertility issues. But when I look back with hindsight, I can really pick out like the gut issues were, were yeah. borderline extreme, but not so extreme that I was not, I wasn't in hospital. I wasn't diagnosed with uh-huh. anything. I wasn't I was still functioning, like you say, and there's a lot of type A high achievers, which is probably like just as bad for your gut health, right? Um, So even if you think, if you're listening to this and going like, I don't have anything else wrong with me, it's just fertility, there is something, there's something to dig into. Yeah, I would say that the fertility struggles, and I hate using the word infertility, right? Infertility, because I'm like, you're not infertile, you just haven't gotten pregnant yet. Yes. And the question isn't, are you going to get pregnant? It's when that's the mystery of it. Mm -hmm. And of course we want it now, but let's go back. Okay. Putting language aside, I call the 
any issues. So the women who are highly functioning, but kind of have these issues like walking wounded, you know, we're getting through the day, yes. but at the end of it, we're like, oh, I'm so bloated or I'm not pooping or am I fatigued? For me, my hair was falling out. And, but anyway, but the, the fertility struggles are a barometer for that the system isn't happy. Yeah. And in the scheme of things, even though reproducing and having babies is critical for the long-term survival of our race, it's not an immediate survival mm -hmm. benefit. So if your body is out of balance, you're going to shut down fertility, conception, you're going to throw off your periods, because that's not an evolutionary priority if your body thinks a lion's going to eat you. Yeah, which exactly. is why we go back to you have to sleep, you have to de-stress, move your body, eat properly. That's why it matters because your body, it's the barometer, 100%. There's yeah. something else going on and it's worth figuring it out so you can feel better. Yeah. And it, just going back to your very first point, um, it's down to your genetics if your body is expressing those <laughs> fertility issues. Because I think a lot of people in the community get really frustrated watching the crackhead, God bless her soul, get pregnant naturally, you know, the, you know, the baby sister's cousin's sister, you know, uh, the teenagers, right. <laughs> and it's really about your genetics and how they're expressing. And for us, it was, well, for me in the community, it was infertility. Um, and it's just realigning all those things. And like you say, it's, um, your fertility is usually the last thing they're like, okay, I have enough to like survive. I will start giving your eggs, the nutrients and amazingness and your cycle and your hormones and all that. So a hundred percent. We'll tell our listeners where they can find you and connect with you. So our practice is fivejourneys.com and that's the five spelled out in journeys. Cause there's a lot of journeys you take to get to health. So fivejourneys.com. And I don't know that we talked about this. We'd love to offer your listeners a free book. They, oh. We do ask that they pay for shipping. So okay. that would be fivejourneys.com forward slash free book. And then that will get them a copy of Dirty Girl. Oh, that's amazing. I will definitely put that in the show notes and highly recommend everyone listening now go and take um, that offer. Super grateful. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. We really want to get the word out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like I said, it's an amazing cover. I love it. You guys have done such a good job with it. And um, thank, you. thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and all your knowledge. My pleasure. Thank you, Monica. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.